Welcome to Habs Unfiltered. This independent podcast is featured on the Hockey Writers and iHeartRadio, bringing you honest and unfiltered entertainment and discussion on the Montreal Canadiens and hockey news. Your hosts, Matt Smith, Treg Wilson, and Blaine Putney are proud to be one of your trusted sources. If you are talking about it, so are we. Wilson. Hey everybody, I'm Trey Wilson, your host, and I'm here with a Toxic Tuesday on a Wednesday. Uh, actually, I'm uh, going to change the name of Toxic Tuesday just for the simple fact that I can't always do it on a Tuesday, and really it's not that toxic, we're just talking about stuff that's going on in the NHL regarding the uh, Montreal Canadiens. And the big thing right now regarding the Montreal Canadiens is the 2014 format uh, for the uh, postseason, I guess we'll call it, uh, has come into effect. Uh, well, not into effect, but it's it's been approved. Everyone's, uh, the NHL wants to do it. Everyone's going to do it. And uh, Montreal is the 24th team. <coughs> they did it by winning percentage. Therefore, uh now, uh, Montreal, with a 500 record, is the 24th team to make it, uh, and it looks like they'll play Pittsburgh in the first, in the, well, I'm not going to say first round, in what's called the play-in. So, I know everyone's excited to say Montreal's made the playoffs, and that, but technically they have not made the playoffs yet. According to Pierre Lebrun, uh, he asked two different sources. One source said uh, the play-ins is like, a, yes, it's postseason, but it's kind of like a... Uh, qualifying round to make the playoffs and the playoffs is actually the round of 16 so if you're a Bergevin hater you can go on and say they didn't make the playoffs again that's three years in a row and if you're uh, you know just love the team and a Bergevin lover you can say well we did make the postseason which is pretty much the same thing so it's all in your take I'm more of a technical guy I take things the way that they actually are I don't consider this making the playoffs unless they beat Pittsburgh um, that's just me Whatever, I'll say I'll agree that they made the postseason. How's that sound? Uh, so basically, what it's going to be is uh, it's really all messed up. Uh, Montreal's going to play Pittsburgh. If they beat Pittsburgh, they make it to the round of sixteen and play whoever, because the top four teams that are getting the buys, so to speak, are going to play a little <coughs> tournament amongst themselves. I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, so they're still going to play while the other teams are playing, and they're going to. Uh, that's going to depend on who's seeded one through four and who plays uh, the other four teams that are going to come into the uh, round of 16. Um, so, yeah, Montreal beats Pittsburgh, and they probably end up playing, if Tampa Bay wins, they end up playing Tampa Bay in the first round or something like that. So, yeah, so this this is how that's going to work. So Montreal, if like I say, if you're... An optimist has made the playoffs. If you're a uh, non-optimist, they didn't make the playoffs. And if you're a realist, they made the postseason but not the playoffs. Hey, how's that done? So that's how I'm going to dictate it, that they actually 
Yeah, but there's a, there's a lot of other implications uh, that go on with this. So now what else they're doing is uh, there's still going to be a 15-team lottery. Uh, the seven teams that did not make the, uh, the playoffs or the play-ins or whatever you want to call it, uh, they're going to be able to choose, I believe, on June 26th is the tentative date right now. Uh, they're going to be able to do like a lottery at that time. And uh, uh, what's going to happen is so Detroit, Ottawa, Detroit, Ottawa, San Jose, Los Angeles, Anaheim, New Jersey, and Buffalo. San Jose's pick is actually Ottawa's. Uh, they're all going to get a chance to uh, pick on the 26th, I believe, is what they have uh now the odds of this is Detroit has an 18.5% to get the number one pick, Ottawa 13.5, then again 11.5, and 8.7, 6.6, 8.7 and 6.5 right down to Buffalo. So <clears throat> if what this is going to happen here is the teams, the other eight teams that are in this play-in, uh, teams A through H we'll say, uh, they all are going to be involved in this as well. And the, the teams 8, 9, 6%, 5, and that's all going to go down 6, 5, 3.5, 3, 2.5, 2, 1.5, 1. That's the percentage from 8 to 15. So what's going to happen here is they all have a chance also. They just don't know what team's going to be where depending on who wins. So it's possible that a team like Pittsburgh or Toronto could actually get the top pick even though they had a fairly successful season a playoff actually type season that they could actually get that pick if uh, um, they lose in the first round. So if Montreal beats Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh could possibly get the first round. They have a 6% chance of getting a uh, uh, Lafreniere or Lafreniere or whatever, however you say his name. You know me, I, I suck at names. Uh, the first pick could be Bayfield, Byfield, who knows? Uh, <laughs> I suck at names, Jesus. Anyway, uh, and they have a 25% chance of actually getting a top three pick. So that's even better. So, yeah, it's it's kind of a conundrum there of what you want and how you want. Like, hey, uh, everyone's happy to make this play in the possible playoffs. Everyone's happy that hockey might be back. and uh, But it has implications on the draft and what's go. And uh, not right now, but after I come back from a short break, I'm going to talk about the draft in Montreal and what I think. Uh, so... Another thing I'm going to bring up <coughs> about this 24-man playoff and also this Phase 2. So the NHL has also announced that they're going to do a Phase 2 of uh, coming back, NHL season coming back, which means that uh, players will be allowed to uh, practice at a practice facility, uh, no more than six players at a time with no coaches, trainers, or anything like that there. Uh, what they'll be able to do is uh, apparently they want Two type two tests to be done. There'll be a swab done twice a week. Uh, conduct daily COVID nineteen tests for players and personnel. Uh, so basically, twice a week they'll be checked. They'll do a temperature checks and all that stuff at home. They'll be swabbed twice a week. However, they also say they're not going to be able to do this uh, by putting more tests for the NHL than above the general public. So I don't know how that's going to work out because depending on where it's at, it could be. You know, I don't know how they're going to get away with two tests a week when some people can't even get one test. But anyway, that's what they say they're going to do. Uh, so there'll be two uh, swabs a week. But every day, the player has to do a self-test, and then there will be an appointed uh, medical person to do a test when they get to the rink for fevers or any type of symptoms leading to COVID. Um, again, I don't know how that's going to work. 
this is not only a voluntary basis, so they can come to the rink and practice only six at a time, no coaches, nothing like that. Uh, you know, they they can come to the rink. It's voluntary, so anyone who doesn't live in the area, so for instance, Montreal, you can go to uh, Brassard there and practice at the facility, only six people at a time, so they'd have to... And it's going to be weird. So basically, it's basically going to be uh, just getting your skating back, practice some shooting, just on your own with no coaching. Or maybe the coach can do something up and email it to you and say, I want you to do this drill and that drill, and they'll videotape it. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to be a weird situation. Now, having said all this, having saying all this, this does not mean hockey is back. Yes, I'm going to be toxic today, even though we're changing the, I'm changing the concept of the show. Uh, put a bubble in that balloon right now. This does not mean that hockey's coming back anytime soon. Um, they're looking, they have tentative dates, they have stuff like this. But if you look at it, if the NHL is going to, first they have to find two hub, they want two to four hub cities, I believe. They're looking at two. Uh, once they find uh, the two hub cities, then uh, uh, one conference will play in one, and what the other conference will play in the other. Um there's no official date for a term, said Bettman. The league's proceeding with playoffs when teams take the ice again, meaning 2019-20 regular season is officially over, but they don't know when the teams will be back. Uh, there'll be two exhibition games. Uh, the teams will be allowed to carry 28 players and as many goalies as they want. Uh, the 10 hub series that's currently under consideration are Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Vancouver. Uh, Canada is going to require a 14-day quarantine. So if that still happens, um, anyone can leave coming into the into the uh, country for the league from another country is going to have to be quarantined for 14 days before they can even do anything. Uh, and if that's the case, then that have to be U.S. cities only. Um, so we'll see how that works. Um, yeah. Uh, they're still discussing whether a first or second round matchups will be based on seeding or a follow-up bracket. They don't even really know how it's going yet. Um, they're hoping that the first two rounds of the playoffs will happen in a little over a month. But again, this is all going back to when the league can actually start. Now, I know some states down the states, like New York and a few other places, they're saying the sports teams can come back. They're happy with it, which I, I find weird because New York is probably the largest amount of deaths and COVID cases in the country, but, you know, this is the United States, so who knows what's going on there. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how this all pans out and when it pans out. Batman also says that he wants a full season next year for 2021 that may not start till January. So there's a lot of questions, and Radic, uh, we talked about it on the last show with Radko Gudis, where he said, uh, you know, that you don't want us to go to the Olympics because we get hurt, but yet you want us to play during a pandemic where we could die. <coughs> um, I get that NHL wants to recoup the money that was lost with the season going. Bettman says he just wants to put out a winner. He doesn't really care about a winner when there's a lockout or a strike, but he apparently cares now. Um, I think it's all about money. I think it's all about... Uh, uh, just recouping money for the for the league and for the players with through the TV rights and stuff like that. Um, and quite frankly, I think it's ridiculous. I don't think they're, you know, I mean, if if we have a vaccination or if everyone comes back, say, all right, everyone can go back now. Everything's going to go back to normal, regardless of vaccination. Sure, have the playoffs, but 
everything's so tentative. Everyone's getting excited over the playoffs, and everyone's getting excited over the postseason, and everyone's getting excited over this, and we have no idea when it's going to start. I mean, if the league starts in August, and everything's going to be just over two months, that's October before you're even finished. Probably looking November, and then you're, you know, I don't want a season to start in January. I'd rather have a, a full season starting in October, a full normal season starting in October going to the end and, and seeing what happens there but that's just me uh, I mean I'm happy to, to watch hockey again I'll be rooting on for the Habs um, or will I anyway I'll talk about that back in the in the second half so anyway that's that that's up to date on everything that's going on with this COVID thing I'll talk about the draft implications after the break and also I have a little mini contest winner there's actually no prize but I put something out there and couple people guessed the right answers few of them who guessed already knew the answer but there, there's one particular person who didn't know the answer but ended up guessing right sort of but we'll, we'll i'll make her the winner anyway all right so we'll be back after these commercials uh with part two Hey, what's that over there? I don't know, man. It looks like a it looks like a jock strap. What what's a jock strap doing up in the concourse? I don't know. Let me check. What's it it says C Lindgren on it. Weird. Man, are you always getting digged out and losing your gear? If so, you should download the new app, GearFinder.com. We'll put microchips in all your gear. So when that guy digs you out on a simple play, you'll find your gear later and not some dudes in the crowd. Hey, man, I should take this home to my wife. She might like it. Maybe she can find your gear, too. Well, we'll download the app and we can help Charlie Lindgren out. <laughs> yeah, help me. Yeah. Throw it over, guys. Gearfinder.com. For all your lost gear needs. And I'm back. I'm back from those all important commercials that we uh, just had. And uh, I hope you enjoy them and stuff like that we put a lot of work into some of them and some of them are actual commercials so it's uh that's pretty neat that's pretty cool i think i think don't you don't you think all right uh so i said i was going to talk about the draft and uh stuff like that. so on june 26 i already discussed seven teams they didn't make it are going to get to pick uh they have their chances of getting first second third or whatever they're going to be scattered all over the place because it's going to still going to be all 15 teams we just don't know who the other eight teams are going to be uh, if you do not win your play-in round, you'll be part of that 15, and you'll have a 25% chance because there's going to be another lottery to place, determine which team places where of the A through H uh, on the draft. So on the 26th, you'll have a draft of 15 teams. Seven of them will be named. Eight of them will not be named. And then there'll be another draft after the play-ins that will determine where those eight not-named teams place of the losers that were of the play-in. Does anyone had a stroke yet? So basically, <laughs> what I'm saying is, essentially there's about a 24% chance 
that a team that lost in the play-ins uh, will win the lotto. And once those, uh, uh, one of those teams will win the lotto. And of those one of those teams, if you're one of those teams, you have a 12.5% chance to be that team. Okay? So, yeah. So it's kind of weird, different. So Montreal is one of those teams in the play-in. Montreal was not going to make the playoffs if the season didn't go all apeshit with COVID. Um, so, Montreal was going to finish, if they didn't win the lotto, was going to finish, if, if they f- were around 8th. If everything remained the same, because 7, 8, 9 uh, lotto usually stays around the same. If everyone saves the same, Montreal was going to be about 8th. If they would have won the lotto, they would have won. If they would have, you know, they, it's possible they could have moved up. Uh, but or move down, but eighth was where the odds are with their pick, which is where they finished, uh, which would have gave him Perfetti or Rossi if he was available or Sanderson or someone like that. Someone who could probably come in next season and be a quality type player, uh, get the points that say maybe Suzuki got this year or even better. You're looking at, I'm going to say close to an elite player in the top 10 of this year's draft, almost all of them are pretty much elite players. Almost. But I'm, I'm going to say, that's what I'm predicting. Like, don't come back at me because one of them turns out to be a Yakupov or something like that, or Galchenyuk. Um, anyway, uh, so having said that, I my question is, do we really want Montreal to beat Pittsburgh? Is that what we want? Do we want uh, uh, a team... <clears throat> like Montreal to beat Pittsburgh, go into the six to go into the playoffs and then lose in the first round. Uh, because really, if that happens, you're basically picking 16th. That that's that's where you're picking. So you just went from the eighth pick, possible first pick, to no lower than the 16th pick in the draft. Now this draft is deep, but it's not that deep. You're not getting the same quality player at 16 that you were going to get at eight or lower. Um. So that's the conundrum I'm having. Like, I want my Habs to do well. I'd love to see them hoist a cup. I just don't think they have the team to do so. I don't think they have the depth. At the trade deadline, it didn't look like they were going to make the playoffs. They traded off guys like Nick Cousins and Nate Thompson. Nate Thompson could have been a huge asset in the playoffs because he can win draws and he's a good checker. Uh, Nick Cousins is another one. Nick Cousins, you know, he can play anywhere he wants to play. He Claude Julien loved him. And uh, I thought he played well in Montreal. I like the way he played. He's a good playoff performer. He's that playoff-type person because the playoffs, as everyone knows, is different from the post from the regular season. And you need a little bit more scrappier, tougher, get in the corners, you know, get the garbage goals-type guys, which Cousins and uh, Nate Thompson, who's more of a face-off guy, will get you. That, that's what they'll do for you. <coughs> so having said that, you got a team now who's going to be healthy. I think Victor Mete is the only question mark right now, although he's been training and working hard. He may be back. Yeah, yeah Spirit Kotkaniemi won't be back. I wrote an article for the hockey writers that you can read about the, the, the players that could possibly benefit from being part of the Black Aces. Now, that's the group of people who don't necessarily play unless someone's injured, but they, they practice and all that stuff on their own. They're, travel, they, they're, they're there for the home games and they're there for the team. <clears throat> and where this is going to be in a hub city, every game's a home game, basically. So uh, they're going to be around the team. So guys like uh, Cal Fleury, um, uh, I would say Katiyanemi, but he's not going to be back from his fleet injury, so it won't be him. But Cal Fleury, Ryan Paling, Caden Primo, 
all these guys are going to benefit from uh, uh, getting that extra time and that extra exposure and practice and stuff like that and being in this playoff atmosphere. But the biggest thing is, do we want do we want Montreal to win? Uh, do we do we want them to win the first round? As a hardcore fan, yes, I want them to go all the way to the cup. They're in the playoffs. Anything can happen. Uh, like Bergevin says, and it's true, anything can happen. Look at Columbus last year. They put out Tampa. I just don't think Montreal has the team to go deep. And if they're not going to go deep, then I'd rather the pick. I mean, it just makes more sense. Uh, the way Bergevin's building this team, he's building the team so that in another couple years they're going to have a long-term contender or a long-term playoff team. And this pick was going to fill one of them holes that they need on the on the forward offense like it's going to be a one of those wi- a winger like you're going in the next couple of years going to have Caulfield Suzuki and this eighth round pick could be your top line uh your second line of Kakinami and uh Domi and Druin and then a third line of Paling and Armia and Lekkonen and then you're looking good I'm sorry but you are and then your defense is going to be you know Weber and Romanov and Flurry and Juleson and Mete, well, maybe I don't think Mete will be there, but you know, Sharat, and you're, you're gonna have a good team with Carey Price and whoever they sign in the off season, or or even Caden Primo back there. <coughs> to then now you're gonna go to you're, you got to fill that hole because you don't know what you're getting sixteen and up. If they win the cup, they're picking thirty one. I'll take that if they win the cup. I'm fine with that if they win the cup. And then you have all the other fans. Well, if they win the cup, it should have an asterisk. Or all these people that don't believe this should be happening. Uh, should have. It. I don't believe in asterisks. Do I think this playoff should happen? No, I think the season should be canceled. And you can gripe at me you want. You can call me a pussy. You can call me whatever. I don't want the season canceled. Not because I don't think they should play hockey because of COVID. I want the season canceled because it's just going to ruin next season too. So now we're going to have two shitty seasons just so we can give out a Stanley Cup. Um... And like we talked on the other show, what type of play is it going to be? The doctors don't want them touching each other. They don't want scrums. They don't want this. And so what kind of hockey is it going to be? Um, but my big thing is the draft. I think Montreal is better off picking where they're picking. It's going to be better for the team long term. And if they beat Pittsburgh, they're, they're going to lose that chance. Um, and another part of me hopes the season doesn't start at all. That way we don't have to worry about it. And then they can just, whenever they do their lottery, they can just reseed people by their win percentage of wherever they're at. And uh, no harm, no foul. Uh, so I would assume if that happens, because they haven't really said, because the NHL is pretty much saying they're going to have the season, whether it starts in December or not, according to them. Um, <coughs> well, not according to them. I'm exaggerating. Uh, but they're saying they're, they're going to have a season and... Uh, so I would say if the season does not happen and they do this two-draft thing, uh, the teams that were in the play-in uh, will basically... Well, that'll be shut out and it'll be basically go by win percentage. So if Montreal, who's at eighth, they're the eighth bottom team in the league, if that eighth spot, which I would assume is Team A, is second, then Montreal gets the second pick, which would be even better. Um... But yeah, that's how I think it's going to go. That's the way it's going to go. Uh, just remember, as I as I wind down here, because um, this is the half show of the uh, Habs Unfiltered show. It's not your full hour show because it's just me talking, and no one wants to hear me talk for an hour. Um, yeah, so that's how I think the draft. That's how my my thing. I, I love the Habs to win. I don't think they have the team 
to take this far. I think they can win like a five-game series against Pittsburgh. Uh, they could definitely win a three. Carey Price can do that on his own. But uh, I think they could beat Pittsburgh. I just don't think they have what it takes to make it into a long-haul run. And really, if they're not going to make a long-haul run, if they're not going to, you know, get to at least the Eastern Conference Final or something, what's the point? You're, you're better off just getting that draft pick and making your team better for the years to come. Uh, so that's that. Uh, that's the Toxic Tuesday. Maybe the last Toxic Tuesday. Uh, maybe I'll do a contest to see what we should name the show. Uh, serious Inquires Only. All right, so yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, maybe rename the show, see what's going to happen. Uh, so the winner of the contest, that wasn't really a contest, it's Trace Trivia, I called it. Uh, I asked the question, uh, what sport do I play most and what's my position? A uh, few people answered few people already knew, so they don't count. That includes you, uh, Blaine, Beth, and uh, Gibby. Uh, but uh, HockeyLast72, that's her Twitter handle, uh, Michelle, she guessed lacrosse, and then eventually she got the goalie. I gave her a hint. Anyway, she's the winner. All you're going to win is the fact I mentioned your name on the show. I know you listen, so maybe that that's good for you. So that's the show. Uh, thanks for listening. I want to thank you guys for uh Having a record for us, our show moved up like 170 spots uh, when we released it again last week after a two-week absence. Thank you very much. Put us back into the top 50 of the in Canada for hockey podcasts. It's all hockey podcasts. Uh, and uh, I want to thank everyone for listening and doing that. Uh, you know, and well, yeah, that's that. All right, so have a have a good night. Have a good uh, uh, week. Um, Go Habs go. Let's hope they do well in the playoffs. Personally, I hope they don't because I want the draft pick. But uh, to each their own. And I'll talk to you again uh, when we do Habs Unfiltered, hopefully the end of this week. And uh, think of names for the show. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.